Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Yo, yo, what's up? Welcome inside of Bet the Edge for Wednesday, February 16th. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, and Vaughn Dalzell holding it down for Drew and Sarah. We get them later on this evening on Bet the Edge game time. But coming up this morning, I want to talk about some NBA futures as we push towards All-Star Weekend. Quentin Mayo will join us to break down the slate in the NBA tonight. And the People's Parlay is back. Got a college basketball version of it. Plus, we'll get to our edges of the day. Vaughn, my man, welcome back from Los Angeles. What is going on with you, player? Man, I would say happy to be back, but the weather is not happy here. It is 25 degrees, 16 when I woke up. But I wanted to show you something I got to. I got out there. It was a, a Super Bowl football. How much do you think this bad boy costs? Just a football. Mm, I was uh, well. It's, is it promotional? Was it free? Uh, <laughs> free in Los Angeles, my friend. No, this thing. <laughs> This thing wasn't no Warren Sharp money, but it was 60 bucks nice. uh, just for a football. But I felt collector's item in L.A. It was one of the coolest things I could bring back. So this will be on the mantle when I uh, when I have one. No doubt. So we got a lot of stuff to get into today. Uh, good work out there all week um, during the Super Bowl. I was definitely happy to see the good stuff that you were doing out there, my man. But now we got to get ready for the second half of the NBA season, Vaughn. And I thought this would be a good time to look at the futures market. Had the trade deadline last week. Some moving and shaking. Let's start with a couple of these Eastern Conference divisions. Let's start in the Central where the Bulls lead, right? But it's a short lead. The Cavaliers and the Bucks are both within two games. If you was to place a wager on who would win the Central Division this year, you can take the Bucks at $1.06, the Cavs plus $2.30, the Bulls plus $2.50. And if you think everything turns upside down, you got the Pistons and the Pacers. What do you save on, on the Central Division? Man, uh, everything would point to the Bucks, Corey. Like, everything tells me the Bucks are going to make that second half run. They're going to be a top two seed. Giannis is going to be in the MVP contention. And all that does make sense. But when I looked at the strength of schedule for the Bucks, it didn't really seem that way for me. Like, they look, they, had, they play the Suns, the Jazz, the Grizzlies, and they still have three games against the Bulls. So those three games are going to be very big because two of those come in the last 12 games of the season. So those teams will be jockeying for position here. In my mind, uh, the Bulls or the Cavs are the only two teams I'd be willing to bet right now because the Bucks price, I don't think, is very valuable at this point since you could have had this, you know, at plus 100 or plus 200 a few weeks ago. Uh, so I like the Cavs and the Bulls because they have the schedule advantages. And if you ask me, try to be non-biased, but if Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan are good told, you need to win six out of eight games to win the division or be a top three or four seed. I think that they can get it done down the stretch with who they play. So I like the Bulls at plus 250. Kind of weird that they lead right now, yet they're third in odds. Going to be interesting to see how the health situation shakes out in the second half of the season. Let's hop on over, Vaughn, to the Atlantic division. Philadelphia leads the division right now, but the Celtics 
are the hottest team in the NBA. The Raptors are balling. And let's not count out the Nets right now at 11 to 1. We know the Nets are getting healthy. But right now, PointsBet has the Philadelphia 76ers as a $2.23 favorite, Vaughn. But I think there's value with the Celtics and the Raptors, particularly the Raptors. I know that the Celtics are the hot team right now, Vaughn. But the Raptors at 7 to 1, I think it's a good deal. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I know, like, Drew, you were high on the Raptors this year. And I was kind of like, let's do the wait-and-see approach with them. But they've definitely, you know, turned my eye and definitely think I'm invested in this team. I don't think they're going to beat the Sixers long-term, but the Sixers are a regular season team, in my opinion. When the postseason comes around, that's the time you want to fade the Sixers. So uh, right now, at minus 223, there is no value on the 76ers, especially after the James Harden trade to play them unless you're getting them in the get to the NBA Finals or to win the Finals. Uh, so not much action here unless you're taking a shot on the Celtics or Raptors because both these teams playing a lot better recently, especially the Celtics, a team that I always come on here and talk negatively about, Corey. Uh, they've turned it on as well lately. So I would take a look at one of those two teams, but don't play the Sixers. Let's just fade them in the playoffs uh, and enjoy that route. Well, Vaughn, I don't know how I agree with you about fading the Sixers in the playoffs, come but on. I think they're the best. Vaughn, they're the best team in the Atlantic Division. But let, let, let's get in. Let's take a little time with that. Let's get into that. Here's the thing, in my opinion, the Celtics are playing good right now. That right there, I think, is a good price for the Celtics. But the Raptors, in my opinion, are the team. I think Boston may be seeing their ceiling right now. Then they come back in the second half. I think Nick Nurse gets that Raptors bunch ready. Put it like this. The Eastern Conference playoffs is going to be wild this year. So what would you rather do in the playoffs? Would you rather back Brooklyn or fade Philly? Or do you think Philly is the clear team to, to back now and you fade Brooklyn? I'm fading Brooklyn. I, I understand the whole. I, nobody in the NBA is playing better basketball than Joel Embiid. So I'm fading. I'm fading Durant, and I'm going to fade that guy that they brought in to play with him and Ben Simmons. Now let's get into the outrights. When you look at the outright market, the Suns obviously been the best team in the NBA this season. The Warriors share the odds right behind them. But I would dare say, let's not forget about the Bucks. And let's not forget about a team that's not up here that's going to be getting some reinforcements in Jamal Murray and possibly Michael Porter Jr. and the Denver Nuggets. When you look at the NBA champions market, Vaughn, what jumps out to you as we head towards the break? I hear a lot of sharps saying look for the Denver Nuggets long term, get some value now while you can, because if those guys come back, they're going to be a dangerous team. And I'm not going to disagree with that. It's not a bad bet any means. I mean, I wouldn't want to be throwing more than 10 or 20 bucks on the Denver Nuggets long term, because that's throwaway money at this point. You have to expect it to be. But as you said, the Suns are the best team in the NBA right now. I don't think that's much up for debate. They've been the team, the best team in the NBA for a solid two months at least. Uh, so back at them at 450, I think is still appropriate. I think they're the favorites for a reason. If you're looking for some longer terms, um, I do like Milwaukee, but then I go down a little bit farther towards the Miami Heat and the Utah Jazz at 10 to 1 and 16 to 1. Now, Miami matches up with Milwaukee pretty well. We know they've done the past two years where one team smacks the other, and then the other team comes back and smacks them in the postseason. Well, this will be another chance for these teams to go at it. And with Kyle Lowry added to the, to the equation, I think Miami has a good shot here at taking down Milwaukee as they try to go back-to-back champions. And we all know how hard that is if you don't have guys like Steph Curry or LeBron James. So I take a look at Miami at 10-1 to and then Utah at 16-1. to They were my pick to win it all preseason. Everyone laughs. I'm a full four. But Mitchell and Gobert are back. I like them long-term. I think they're going to put a winning streak together and get back to that brand of basketball that's focused on defensive intensity, and let them continue to win games. I think they're going to get over the hump this year, have a chance to make the Western Conference Finals. So I would buy into the Utah Jazz, Miami Heat, and Phoenix Suns right now. Now, I'll say I I agree with your assessment. 
on the Miami Heat. I think they're a team that can be there. Um, with the Jazz, I'm going to treat the Jazz the way you treat the 76ers because okay. I think the Jazz are a regular season team, not a team that you can really trust in the playoffs. You know, some struggles the first half of the season. They haven't looked as dominant as they looked in the first half of last season since the first half of last season. My play here in the in the championship market is the 76ers at plus 800. I like them. Listen, say what you want to say about James Harden. Embiid's playing great basketball. We know what they can do with the coach at Doc Rivers as championship coach, even though we've seen some failures. But when you look at Harden playing the best ball, I mean, excuse me, Embiid playing his best basketball, not to mention you bringing in Harden, people say, oh, well, what are you going to do without Seth Curry? Well, you have the fourth leading three-point shooter in NBA history in James Harden. And as far as the Nets, Vaughn, I'm old enough to remember how we laughed at Ben Simmons next last season. Yeah. Now you mean to tell me he's going to be the savior for the Brooklyn Nets? I got to see it first. Yeah, I mean, I don't believe it at all. You, you got to, I mean, you could throw almost anybody else in that situation. Um, Seth Curry might save the Nets before Ben Simmons yeah, does. No doubt. Uh, I, would, I would agree with you on that. Uh, don't forget, Vaughn, tonight, I know you're not going to forget, but everybody out there, we have our late sweat. It's Wednesday night, so you know what that means. It is our five-leg single-game parlay that we put together as the NBC Sports Edge NBA betting staff. So you get information on that coming up at NBCSportsEdge.com. And then plus tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time, after Drew and Sarah on game time, we take over on Twitter spaces, break it down, and get you ready for the late sweat and the rest of the night in the NBA. So we are off and rolling today. Get ready to talk some more NBA. But first, do not forget NBC Sports Edge Plus is giving you an NBA midseason offer. Get 20% off an Edge Plus annual subscription throughout February when you use the promo code STU20. Finish your fantasy regular season strong at one low price. Go to NBCSportsEdge.com slash Edge Plus. Use promo code STU, S-T-E-W-20, at checkout to save today. All right, let's get ready to continue to talk some NBA. Bring in my guy from Audacity. My man, Quentin Mayo. Quentin, I've seen some of your work, you know what I'm saying? I think you do some good stuff. Glad to have you on the program. What's going on with you, my man? I appreciate you guys for having me. It's it's Odyssey. It's Odyssey. Sorry about that. I got it. It's all good. I, I remember when I first signed the contract, I was saying, yeah, I just signed with Audacity. And my manager was looking at me like, that's not, that's not it. That's not it. So I, I had to train myself to say Odyssey. But thanks for having me on, fellas. No doubt. Shout out to Matt Volk and all that's the folks over there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, Quentin, let's hop into it. Let's start in uh, New York, the home of bad basketball right now. Yes. The Knicks 2-8 and eight in their last 10. The Nets 1-9 and nine in their last 10 on the money line. Tonight at Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena. The New York Knicks laying 4.5 versus the Brooklyn Nets. I'm not going to the window on this one. Yeah. Because I, I just can't with either of these teams. Being a native New Yorker, I'm just disgusted where basketball is in New York City right now. No, it's it's funny because when the season started, everybody loved New York basketball. The bing bong, like I remember, it was crazy. You had the Nets, the Knicks, who they're going to be battling for the king of New York. And then after like 15 games, that was all down the drain. Like it's, it's sad to see that. But this game is crazy because like, I can't lay four and a half with the Knicks. No, I like like I can't, and I'm not necessarily loving back in the the Nets in this spot, especially with all their injuries. 
but still four and a half is a lot of course his game in new york um so no uh no Kyrie irving tonight he's unvaccinated then we got kevin durant out with that knee injury rj barrett though this is the biggest injury for me rj barrett is out for the knicks with that ankle um so now i'm looking at this Nets. i'm saying i have to if you're gonna give me the points for the nets i'm gonna have to take it one thing that stood out to me after the trade deadline this came this quote comes from bruce brown he said it's a great vibe in here i don't know what it is but everything shifted after the trade deadline everybody likes everybody it's just great and bruce brown that last game that they played uh 19 points eight for 12 from the field six rebounds six assists five steals and three blocks so he's hooping i think they believe in themselves of course they got uh seth curry there now as well as andre drummond both of those guys went crazy so i'll take the four with the nets i look at the knicks they're coming off a terrible loss to the fighting josh giddies giddy gave them buckets a triple double <laughs> they were 10 point favorites in that game still lost outright and they made no real moves at the deadline i think they know they stink um so i'm going to go the four and a half with the nets and also a little quick player prop give me julius randall over 24 and a half points not that he's been great this year but i mean he takes a lot of shots um he hit the over on this number in his last six games and without rj barrett i don't expect him to show down he's also hit the over on 24 and a half without shooting well from behind the arc he's eight for 29 in his last six games it's just 27 percent his three-point prop right now is one and a half minus 110 at mgm which i do the show for bet mgm so i take the over on his points tonight and also give me the four and a half with the nets I could definitely get down with the Nets plus four and a half. We always talk smack on the Knicks here right now. And without R.J. Barrett, I'm not willing to do it. I think he's yeah. the best player of the Knicks this season, and I would not yeah. have thought I would say that at any point. Uh, Julius Randle, not going to lie, Quinn, could be a hard sell for me. This guy has given me so many unders this year. When I'm yeah. betting overs, I can't stand it. But I'll yeah. ride with you tonight because I think they have a good chance. And like you My said, man. he's been hot. He's been yes. hot. So talking about a Raptors-Timberwolves game, we kind of talked about the Raptors right now. They're on a nice win streak, but they've lost the last two. Now Minnesota mm-hmm. is kind of getting their win streak together. They're playing good basketball. A team we've talked about in the futures market a little bit. Maybe take some lunch money on. Yeah. Who do you like in this matchup if you got any player props as well? I'm going to go with the Toronto in this one, but it's not going to be easy. The Timberwolves had the game last night. This is the second out of a back-to-back. They are at home, but you look at that Timberwolves team in overtime. They beat Charlotte, and Cat went nuclear. And one thing that gives the Toronto Raptors fits is a traditional big man. And Cat, of course, is not a traditional big man, but he's bigger than what the small ball lineup that they roll out there in terms of uh, guys like Pascal Siakam, all those guys. Like They play really small. That's why you saw their name in all the trade rumors uh, involving a big man because they need a traditional five. And Kim Birch right now is just not the guy who can be that stopper for them in the paint. Um, So I'm going to go ride with the Raptors. They had, like you said, had that eight-game winning streak and against the spread streak. Um, But the recent two-game skid is weird to me because of the fact that they were playing so well but they got blown out by the Pelicans on the road. So I think this is an opportunity to get back and get right against the team like the Timberwolves, who they're a little inconsistent as well. And I also love the job that Nick Nurse has done. You talk about the futures market with the Toronto Raptors. They play so hard. And to see how they started this year with guys in and out of the lineup and they're playing at home, all their fans were taken out of their arena. Like they have to go through a lot of different things. And Nick Nurse keeps this team very steady. So I expect them to bounce back tonight. I was looking at cap props as well because I'm like, hmm, they, they're trying to figure out how to stop bigs. Toronto is. And Nick Nurse said, uh, Tito reporters that he's going to evaluate what we do against bigger centers moving forward. So I want to see what they do. Probably just a lot of double teams because they don't have the personnel to play them straight up. Um, but I would look at his overs as well. And also the full game over. The total in this game is 229.5 at BetMGM. The Timberwolves over has hit in 19 of their last 24 games. And their last three games all had totals of 240 and above. And they still hit the overs in those games. Um, and all, these two teams, middle of the pack and defensive efficiency. I like the over in this game tonight because I think think, you know, 
Cat still gets buckets, but I think Toronto outlasts them in the second half of the game because they are a fresher team. And a little quick note, Raptors 14-9-1 against the spread after a loss, one of the best records in the league. Also 16-10-1 against the spread on the road, one of the best teams on the road against the spread this season. Yeah, no, I've been riding the Raptors um, right quick. That line has come down from 229.5 to 227.5. Mm. It's kind of moving against you on that one. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I can definitely see we know how the Timberwolves play to the over. One thing I will say about Toronto, um, that you made a very good point about Nick Nurse and how he's been coaching this year. Yeah. And I was on the Raptors the other night when they lost to the Pelicans. Yeah. Nothing stings worse than betting a team and them losing by 20. And then doing it on back-to-back nights because I was on the 76ers last night. Ooh. And that was a disaster. I didn't make it out the first quarter. Hopefully, I'll make it out the first quarter tonight <laughs> when the Denver Nuggets take on the Golden State Warriors. Denver yeah. already has a win over the Warriors this season, Q. I am on the Nuggets tonight, the Warriors 0-4-1 ATS in their last five. Listen, very interesting week to bet the NBA because mm-hmm. you never know what motivation is with the break coming up. I'm fading the Warriors tonight, and I was sprinkled. The Nuggets on the money line. I we on the same side, right? We're not on the same side, but your points are all valid, though, and, that, and that's and that's fine. We're gonna have a little. We call it a show bet on my show, so we're gonna have a show bet here of bet the edge. Um, I'm gonna go with the Warriors in this spot. Number one, they are at home, but like that doesn't really mean anything because you already alluded to the fact that this Nuggets team won in chase the last time these two teams faced off. It was a low scoring game in that one. I want to say it was like 89 to 85 or something like that. Um, the Warriors, like you said, haven't covered in six straight games. They were six point favorites and lost by 15 though to the Clippers. I think this is a good revenge spot for them to get right. Not only are they coming off a big loss against an undermanned Clippers team, but also you're playing a team that last time you saw them, they came to your crib and beat you outright. So I think it's a double revenge spot and a good right spot for them. And also look at Steph Curry and this offense and this performance that Steph has done for me. Like Steph has been weird ever since he broke the three-point record. Like, since then, his number, like, I've been taking the overs, like, myself and Ryan Horvath, my co-host, we're like, we're going to keep taking the over. It's Steph Curry, 24 and a half is disrespectful, but it's been pretty respectable because of the fact that he hasn't been hitting the over, but I think he gets right. The last two games, two of the last three games, he's had 30 or more points. I think he's starting to find his stride. Last game against the uh, the Clippers, 8 for 13 from downtown with 33 points. The problem wasn't Steph last game. is the fact that the rest of their team could not score, and I think they, they already know that this team, role players and others, play better at home. So, I look at the Warriors team to, to get a stat that backs it up. They are shooting 47%, I believe, from the field at home. It's the better shooting percentage than they have on the road. Of course, road players, they all play better on their home rims. Nuggets team is scary, though. I I, I will say five and a half feels like a good line. Um, The, the Nuggets are scary, but I'm just going to back that the motivation for the Warriors and Steph Curry, especially you got Klay Thompson playing as well, too. That team's just different without Draymond, but I'm going to back them tonight five and a half and take the over on Steph points, 24 and a half, two 30-point performances over his last three games. I like it. Good stuff right there. Yeah, I, I feel like I should be the mediator between both you guys. And you guys on opposite sides here. Uh, but I will say the Steph Curry props, all the sharp prop cappers that I, I talked to have been on his overs recently because they've been like the PRA, the points, rebounds, assists, been like 34 and a half, 35 and a half. Yeah. As you said, he's dropping 30s right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I would definitely take a look at that. There's points, assist number tonight and three-pointers. Yeah. So, I like all those plays. And before we let you go, let's talk some MVP. Let's do it. We, we kind of try and get some futures numbers on here so we can get rich in the future. You know, one day we just wake up, we get the cash in our pocket. Yeah. So far, all I have is Joel Embiid, six to one in my pocket. Um, give me some long shots or anyone else you think that's a good bet right now because now he's the favorite. I had Joel Embiid. I played him earlier too. I mean, he is so good this year. Also played something about 
I want to say maybe a month ago, I played John Morant to win it outright. He's 12 to 1 right now. It was 10 to 1 when I got it. So you're getting even better value right now with John Morant if you want to go that route. But one person I'm going to start off with is DeMar DeRozan. I see right here, points bet, it's 25 to 1. Um, I've seen some places like MGM 40 to 1. But of course, points bet, we like what they have. So I, I like the 25, uh, 25 to 1 with DeMar DeRozan. Just look at his numbers right now. 40 points on 16 of 24 shooting Monday against the San Antonio Spurs. I went back and watched that game yesterday and DeMar DeRozan in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's it's so weird and crazy to watch. Like, he gets anything yes. on the – like, anything he wants. He just walks down, gets to the spot, and he's cashing. And also, he's doing it from the mid-range. Like, one stat that I thought uh, really, really kind of shocked me is that looking at him in the mid-range, he's averaging the most points, 27.9 by any guard, averaging less than two three-pointers a game since Michael freaking Jordan. I don't know if you guys know about this guy, Michael Jordan. I mean, he did play for the Wizards, and, yeah. he, and he played for the Bulls as well, but I'm a D.C. guy, so I'm going to claim the Wizards' time with him, which was the lowest moments of his career. But Michael Jordan, like, the, the mid-range is still alive. Um, his sixth straight game with at least 35 points on 50% shooting. I know you guys have seen this stat around social media. He tied Wilt Chamberlain for the longest such streak in NBA history. I want you guys to remember this guy, Wilt Chamberlain, as well. He was 7-1. DeMar Rose is doing what a 7-1 player was doing back then at 6-6 right now in the NBA, and he's not shooting threes. It's crazy. His last six games, 45, 38, 36, 35, 38, and 40. He has a chance to break the record that Wilt Chamberlain has set tonight against the Sacramento Kings. I'm all in on DeMar DeRozan, man. And also, one thing that helps narratives when you're voting on MVPs is how do you do in the clutch? Like, you have these moments that you remember. Fourth quarter performances, fourth quarter takeovers, game-winning shots, buzzer beaters. DeMar DeRozan is the best player in, in the NBA in the fourth quarter this yeah. season. He leads the entire NBA in fourth quarter points this year, 431 fourth quarter points. And also, the Chicago Bulls are winning games. Like, they're winning games, and he's the healthiest star on that team. Lonzo Ball has been in and out of the lineup. Alex Caruso went down early. He hasn't been back. And even uh, Zach Levine, COVID or other injuries, he's been out of the lineup. DeMar, at 32 years old, is still out there every single day carrying his team. They have the third – they're tied for the best record in the East right now. I got to go DeMar DeRozan. I love everything you're saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're being DeMar DeRozan's PR rep. You know what I mean? You're being DeMar DeRozan's campaign manager. When you get him to cut the cornrows, it's not 2006 no more. <laughs> I like the I like the cornrows. Martin joint. He got the wide joint. You know what I'm saying? He's very aerodynamic. It helps him get to the rim. He can get to his spots. Bro, DeMar DeRozan is the coldest. I'm a Bulls fan, Quinn, so thank yeah. you. Thank for you sure. Boston Celtics, four games out of the top seed in the East. Jason yeah. Tatum is almost off the board in the MVP market. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny, like, I, I got a text from my producer, your producer, Adam, and he put Tatum in there. And I went to go look at my book, and I was like, Tatum isn't even on our book. <laughs> He's go. not even on the book. So if you can find a book, of points bet, uh, to play Jason Tatum, I would just, like you said, pizza money, 10 bucks, because why not? That Celtics team has really started to figure things out, and they looked trash to start the year. Um, Ime Udoku, the head coach of that team, was getting slandered by their own fan base. And it takes time for first-year head coaches to figure yep. some things out. And uh, they made a lot of good trades at the deadline. They get Derek White, which was a great, great pickup from San Antonio. I, if you can play Jason Tatum, there's no reason why you should not play. If you got $10 in your pocket, file, whatever it is, put some money down on him to win MVP because he's been cooking. And if they continue on the streak, like you said, longest streak in the NBA right now at nine straight games, I, I don't understand why you wouldn't, just, just in case they do shock the world and continue to stay as hot as they are. It's just it's good insurance. 
No doubt, Quentin Mayo, good stuff, my man. You can follow him on Twitter at Real Quentin Mayo and check him out on BetGM tonight on Audacity on weeknights. Q, my <laughs> man, good looking out, brother. Thanks, fellas. Thanks for having me. Have a good show. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, They'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. All right, everybody, time to download the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet and enter Wednesday's free NBA pick and roll contest for a chance to win $50,000. This week, we're highlighting matchups between the Pistons and Celtics, Kings and Bulls, and Spurs and Thunder. So if you don't have the Predictor app yet, what are you waiting for? Go out there and download it right now. All right, let's get ready, Vaughn, and get ready to hop into our People's Parlay. Big night of college basketball going down tonight. Now, you got two team, a two-team parlay you like. I have a two-team parlay I like. Then we'll come together. We'll put them together. We'll get us a three-legged parlay. And then you got the connections with points, bet. Can you send it up to them, put a boost on the people's parlay, then the newsroom, make an image, and throw it on Twitter, and we lit. I, I like this whole process we got going. I'm only going to do it because I'm going to forgive you about the cornrow comment. Uh, that was uncalled for. The Caleb Martin joints is different than the Kawhi <laughs> joints. I like the Caleb oh. Martin joints. Yes, yes, I, I agree. Definitely like approach them. I, like right. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right, so we can roll with this people parlay then. Hopefully, the team that we both have and it doesn't ruin it for us. But so we both like Purdue. Uh, hitting on them real quick. I'll let you basically run up Purdue's talking points, but ten straight wins against Northwestern for them. I've talked about the offense, number one in the country when it comes to offensive efficiency. And Purdue is coming in a bounce-back spot where they only won by two against Maryland. They've won 10 out of 11 Big Ten games by six or more points, okay? So I like Purdue here to get the money line victory. Then our second team, Notre Dame, we're taking them in a bounce-back against – it's going to be Boston College. So I went to the Boston College game when they hosted Notre Dame, Corey, and mm. they lost by 16. Boston College pounded Notre Dame. Notre Dame could not make any threes. But the factor is Boston College is a home team and not a road team. They're on the road now since 2020. They've had 15 true road games. They've won one. They are 1-14 straight up in their last 15 true road games. So we're taking Notre Dame as the first team in our two-team parlay, and then we're going to take Purdue on the other side. It's juicy. It's around the 140 odds, minus around 145 odds. But you know what, Corey? I like this one. And with your extra leg, we can get good plus money here. So, And I'll tell you what my extra leg is in a second, but we both do agree on the Purdue Boilermakers money line. You mentioned everything that Purdue has done. I also will remind everyone 
that Northwestern is on a 10-game losing streak versus the Boilermakers. Mm -hmm. So let's make it uh, loss number 11 tonight. So we got the first two legs, the third leg, Vaughn. This could be the team to do it. (laughs) I understand that Alabama is only 2-8 and ATS in the the Southeastern Conference, right? Terrible. I'm still playing Alabama to make it to the Final Four. That's an in-pocket ticket. Tonight, Alabama hosts Mississippi State. Mississippi State has a victory over Alabama this season. But do not let that detour you from the Crimson Tide version on, on the Crimson Tide on the court. Lane six tonight, like I said, they're terrible against the spread in conference. So we're going to bypass that six. We're going to take them on the money line. Mississippi State one and five on the money line in their last six games. And not to mention Mississippi State has a five-game losing streak at Alabama. Give me Alabama for the W. People's parlay, Notre Dame money line, Purdue money line, and the Alabama money line. Take it to the window, Vaughn. I love this because Alabama and Notre Dame both lost to these teams and now have revenge spots against them when they're much better teams. They're playing much better basketball now. And as we said, Purdue, 10 straight wins. They already beat Northwestern by 20 this season. Uh, So, yeah, I love this three-team parlay and the two-team parlay. Let's get it, brother. All right, let's go. Bet the Edge is expanding. Sarah Perman and Drew Disney are hosting Bet the Edge game time tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern to get you on with all the last-minute insight, information, and trends you'll need to make your wages before the games begin. Make sure to check it out at NBC Sports Edge YouTube page. Vaughn, did you get a chance to hang out with Sarah and Drew out there in L.A.? When y'all left me back here in the woods on the East Coast? Listen, no one left anybody. But I uh, I did get a chance to hang out with them. We went out to dinner one night. Uh, I met Sarah's fiance, Trey Mancini. He paid for our dinner. So thank you, Trey, for that. Uh, yeah, it was a good time seeing both the well capper. His hair, it's just a little more magical in person than yeah. it was on camera. Uh, so definitely do that. And tonight, I have to give out hockey picks. So, Corey, you get some free fake material. Congratulations. <laughs> there you go. How about that? Tonight on Beth the Edge, game time, we get Vaughn on ice. So I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward I to it. I can't ice skate, so this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Vaughn, it's time to hop in and get ready for our edges of the day. Then we get up out of here and send everybody on to a happy betting day. Um, big night in college basketball. That's where you're going tonight. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, hurricane season isn't over. Uh, it runs into March, my friends. So we are on the Miami Hurricanes tonight. The money line at Louisville, a line that I don't really understand. They are two point favorites. As people that follow me know, I do not play one or two point spreads in college basketball or football. I think that's the stupidest thing out there. So I play the money lines. I eat the juice. I drink the juice. In this situation, I will because Miami is six and two ATS on the road this season and on the money line. And their two losses came against Virginia and Florida State, two teams that they don't match up well against in length or the terms of tempo. Miami likes to play really fast. And Louisville right now doesn't provide those same type of matchups. They don't play the same type of way as those teams do. Louisville has six straight losses. It's early to say their season's over, but I'm comfortable saying their season is over. Where Miami needs to build wins in general, but get those double-digit victories to build that resume up and get that higher seed in the ACC tournament, hopefully March Madness. So, I'm going to take Miami on the money line against Louisville, a team that's lost four of their last five home games. Guess who the only team they beat on the road is, Corey? I'll just give you the answer. It's Boston College, the worst road team. That's the only team they beat at home this season in the last five. 
So I don't like them here to break that streak against the Miami Hurricanes, a team that's playing good basketball and trying to play for something this season after disasters last year affected by COVID. So hurricane season, it ain't over. All right, hurricane season ain't over. Vaughn's edge of the day is the Miami Hurricanes landing on the money line at $1.31. Now it's time for my edge of the day. I'm wearing my South Carolina State University Bulldogs hoodie today, but I'm actually not going with the mighty Bulldogs. I'm going with my other team, Vaughn. You may have heard of them. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, the giant killers that are the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. They are on again tonight. We got Rutgers bringing in a big dog tonight. Illinois coming to Rutgers. Now, my Scarlet Knights, 9-5 on the money line in conference this season and 9-5 ATS in conference. Winners of four of their last five in-conference games, a four-game ATS winning streak, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, the giant killers in college basketballs this year, Vaughn. They have wins over Purdue, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Wisconsin. Tonight, they're gunning for Illinois. Here we go. Edge of the day. My Rutgers Scarlet Knights. You know what? Get points bet on the phone. I'm betting Rutgers to the final four. Let's go, baby. We need to relax right now. <laughs> well, I don't know how this Rutgers team keeps doing it. They suck so bad, but they just keep winning games. It makes no sense to me. I watch them and I'm like, how are you losing to Minnesota, but beating Michigan? Uh, so I don't know. You know, I'm going to ride with you. I hate it so much that you, you're so excited about this. So I love this bet. We'll see what points bet can do. Um, this, is, this is miraculous. If they upset them, Corey, I'm going to send you a care package because I don't believe it, but it keeps happening. That's all you can do, Vaughn. It, 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 it keeps happening. You know what I'm saying? So we got a big one tonight. We got you plenty of NBA information. Send you into the all-star break. You can make your futures wages with our information. You know what I'm saying? We broke it down with Clinton Mayo. We got his talk about tonight's game. We got some good props from him as far as Julius Randle and all the good stuff. And you guys are you guys are head over heels for DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> so I'll give you guys uh, that. And then we got the People's Parlay. Don't forget the People's Parlay. You know the Dame money line. The Alabama money line. And before Purdue, I forget, huh? Purdue, baby. And the Purdue money line, that's our people's parlay. We're going to get that boosted over at points bet. So now we got you our edges of the day. Vaughn, it is now time to get up out of here for today. Make sure you go to NBCSportsEdge.com. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Now you have all the information you need after you're done listening to continue helping you with your wages. Thanks for those of us watching us on NBC Sports as YouTube channel. Don't forget to rate the podcast and don't forget to come back tonight for Bet the Edge Game Time with Sarah and Drew. For Quentin, for Vaughn, I'm Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. Bet the Edge, we are out. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.